What if I told you that right now you are witnessing a hate crime? You might even be committing the same offense yourself. According to results from a controversial new experiment, millions of people are guilty of perpetuating a racist history that dates back over 100 years. What crime are we also carelessly committing? Sitting indoors. In the summer of 2023, an online influencer named Mizzy captured the world's attention by walking into strangers' homes without an invitation. These events inspired the work of this man. Dr. Scott Miller Perlman works as an assistant to a research fellow at the People's Institute of Social Studies. When you analyze the totality of the consecutive and consistent racial terrorism that the average person of color has to endure, it is a miracle any of them are still breathing. So you're saying that just sitting in this room, you and I, a couple of camera guys, we're being racist. Without a doubt. Think of all of those white-only signs that you've seen in photos from the civil rights era. White people have always placed a premium on indoor space and refused to share it with blacks until they were forced to. The problem, he explains, goes back to the founding fathers. From the moment the first white person set foot in this country, there was only one rule that applied to every home in the colony. No minorities allowed. Now, how would you respond to your critics who say you can't call the basic concept of shelter racist? When that basic concept, as you call it, is weaponized against an entire community, then yeah, you can call it racist. In his new book, Blinded by the White, Dr. Milo Perlman lays out the background for his theory and showed us how he's fighting to end the legacy of racism in his own home. The idea of locking your doors is in and of itself white supremacy. It's a classic clan fairy tale that we all need to lock our doors to feel protected. But every time you slide that deadbolt across your threshold, you are harming a minority. During our interview, we found he does in fact practice what he preaches. Who, who was that? I don't know. And that wasn't the last time. During our visit, more than 23 perpetually invited visitors, as he calls them, entered his home. So you're saying that any person of color at any time can come into your house for any reason? That's right. As shocking as that was, nothing could have prepared me for the biggest claim to come out of his research. Dr. Miller Perlman conducted a social experiment involving students at a university. We took an average white student and told them to make sure that no one used this door until we said it was okay. If you'll notice, the only people being stopped are black. The only people trying to get in are black. We conducted this experiment over the course of a week with dozens of volunteers. No matter the age, sex, height, or weight of the volunteer, the only people that were being denied entry indoors were black. How many white people tried to go in? Well, that data fell outside the focus of this particular experiment. We decided to try our own experiment to see if we could get the same results. Our volunteer fit the criteria of the original experiment, a 25-year-old man, average height and weight, and white. We also gave him the same instructions. Do not let anyone use the door until we tell you otherwise. 
For the first hour, we didn't see anyone try to go in, or many people pass by at all. After a while, we did notice this. It was after this incident our producers realized we were conducting our experiment at a Chick-fil-A. Since it was Sunday, we decided to pack it in and present our results to Dr. Miller Perlman for review. Right here. You can see it for yourself. The presence of a white authority figure was enough to trigger centuries of oppression. Do you think other conditions, aside from racism, could have accounted for the results of our experiment? You'll have to be more specific. If I told you we did it at a Chick-fil-A? I don't see how that could affect the outcome, no. And it was on a Sunday? No. Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. God rest on Sunday. Racism doesn't. So you're saying that even if a business is closed, it's still racism if they don't let a black person in? Bigots will always hide behind convenient excuses. In 1823, it was the Bible. In 1923, Jim Crow. And in 2023, they hide behind a sign that says, closed. Since our interview, Dr. Miller Perlman has developed an online course aimed at helping white people avoid making uncomfortable mistakes when interacting with black people. The online course, Stop Communicating All Microaggressions, is set to launch this fall.